Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Hi, it's me. Hi, how are you? It's me. Um, a woman who uh, I spent the whole introduction readjusting and now I'm going to even adjust it even more. Hi, how are you? It's me, Sam Hickman. A woman who um, ordered ordered takeout. Thank you. Um, it is part of my narrative. I... Uh, I, I ordered takeout and I ordered it from the same Chinese place that I've done for the last uh, three times. And the last time they were like, you should use the app. You get a 10% discount and there's no service fee. And I was like, that sounds wonderful. We should support local businesses. You know, I was like, let's let's get involved. Let's help the community. And so I like downloaded the, this restaurant specific app um, and it was like, and I placed my little order and it was like, you will get a you will get a, a, a notification shortly that order order confirmed. And it's um, oh, almost 20 minutes later and I have yet to receive a notification. So I'm just sort of like keeping an ear to the door just in case like it turns up, you know? Um, I have enough, like it's early enough in the, in the evening that if, if in doubt, I can just like... I can just uh, just make a pizza, you know. There, there's there's flavorless cheap pizza in the freezer. I have that option should it come down to it. Um, hi, how are you? Um, I'm also very tired. Um, that's just that's just part of my narrative, to be honest. <laughs> that's just where we are as human beings. Um, Helen's Ready came out, I want to say last week. I want to say last week, but it may have unfortunately come out this week. Um, in which case, I'm I'm sorry, but also you're welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I went to I went to a family barbecue yesterday. Um, in England, now that the travel restrictions have been lifted, and um, my entire family had watched Helen's Ready, and I think it's um. I think it's the finest piece of art that I have ever created and I am glad people enjoyed it, you know? I'm glad that people people saw it and thought, wow, this, this is a coherent and um, understandable piece of, uh, of video, you know? I'm glad they... Um, I'm glad they were able to process it as a narrative story, and that is really all I all I needed to set out to accomplish. You know, it, it truly Helen's Ready was me writing a bunch of songs and then being like, I need like three lines just so we can get into the next song. Um, also, I did um, I did famously. Did I tell you this last week? Who knows? I truly was editing it and I was like almost done, and then I was like, oh. Like truly, this one scene—the bit where I'm where I'm doing Helen and she's on the phone and she's calling people—I feel like if I had redone that scene to make it more, uh, to make it more like, to make it more, um, I don't know, so that you knew that I know what multi-level marketing is. Like, if here's how the scene—if if I had done a reshoot, here's how the scene would have thought would have gone. She would have beep boop booped the number, and she would have said, "Hello, how would you like to be your own boss?" And also purchase some flour. That would have essentially been like the the gist of the scene, you know. Uh, but I did not do that. <laughs> and 
<laughs> I don't think it came across as Helen understands what multi-level marketing is. So here we here we are, you know. <laughs> I truly I I was like editing it and I was watching it back and then I and then I was like so close to posting it and then I was like I, I'm not, I'm not putting on a wig again. I can't, this is, I'm not putting on a wig again and I'm not rearranging my living room for this bit. Um, people really loved it. Um, my, sorry, my family really loved it. Um, especially my rubber glove antics. Uh, people loved that. People loved, she's destroying the milliners. Um, it was, it was great. If you haven't seen Helen's Ready already, you should, um, you should get on it and you should get with the, get with the times, man. You know, I watched the BBC, um, like, the BBC did a Dracula thing, which um, is, uh, it's now on Netflix, but it is a perfect example of white men being given too many chances in British media, because it is awful. You know I love garbage, and um, it is just, just terrible. Truly, it's just like, the writers of this series were like, the worst thing that happens to women in 2020 is they get asked to smile. Oh, oh, it was wild. It was wild. It was wild. Anyway, it was truly awful. Um, Unlike Helen's Ready Act 1, which um, I need to say this now, if I do a Helen's Ready Act 2, it will be, um, the production value will be significantly higher, um, and I will probably buy a new wig, and I will also, I I want there, it will be like in a post-lockdown world, so there will be just a lot of extras in the background for no good goddamn reason, Um, and there will also be like the back of my head whenever I'm shooting like a conversation, like a, like a, front and back situation uh, that will be played, that will be have an extra and then the extra will look nothing like me, you know? It'll be like a blonde woman, like th- the back of a, of, a, of a six foot tall blonde woman and then it'll just be my face, you know? <laughs> my face in that wig, you know? <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh my goodness. Anyway, anyway, I, um, I, I haven't really been up to much this week. So these are just some hot takes I have. Uh, walking up to the allotment, um, during lockdown, the these, so I walked through a fancy neighborhood on the way to the allotment and this family, well, no, these two, this couple, this middle-aged couple who live on one of the corner streets, uh, corner streets, houses on the corner, um, on my way to the allotment have torn down their garage and rebuilt it to be the exact same garage during this lockdown, like, like identical, like they tore it down this brick garage at the beginning. And I was like, Oh, exciting. I wonder what they're going to do. They're going to expand their garden. They're going to do great things. And then they just rebuilt it and it looks exactly the same. So, um, but they did it with breeze block and then they went back in with like stucco or plaster. Oh, that's my Chinese food.
Honestly, just give me a second. Wow. Wow, my food arrived. That was um, truly uh, 40 minutes. So <laughs> thought it was going to take longer. And here we are. And I did just wash my hands after collecting the thing. Because um, I am not doing well in this new world. Anyway, um, I'm going to get through this as quickly as possible so we can all get on with our day and I can eat my food while it's still hot. I know what you're thinking, Sam. Why are you prioritizing this over your takeout? Because that I know that it's going to be really, really hot. And so if I leave it like couple of minutes it'll be it'll be good um anyway 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 yeah so they like so it's like built with they rebuilt it with breeze blocks and then they used like mortar or something to make the breeze blocks look like brick so they've just they've torn down something and then built it exactly the same but like worse i guess it's it's truly bad you know what is terrible though the eurovision movie okay Will Ferrell decided in his infinite wisdom that he was going to do a Eurovision movie. Um, his wife is Scandinavian. I listened to the last Culturistas episode and I was like, huh, maybe I will enjoy this. Um, I did not, but here we are. Um, it's him. It's uh, the woman who played Mean Girls and The Notebook. You know, uh, Regina George, whatever her name is. Somebody, I say those two things and people are like, this woman. And I'm like, thank you. You don't have to learn the actors' names if they're in two very famous things. Um, anyway, the whole time, it is... Um, it's bad. It, it, firstly, it is two hours and it does not need to be two. There, it's an extra 30 minutes for no good goddamn reason. And truly, um, I tweeted this and I will say it again. Sometimes a comedy just means not intentionally sad. And this wasn't intentionally sad, but it was kind of sad. Um, it's wild. It's wild. Um it's just, I think the fundamental thing that it is lacking is that it is not a big, like, ensemble comedy, which I think is what Will Ferrell thrives at. Like, even even if you look at, like, a smaller ensemble comedies, like, Elf has some really, really good performances from, like, Zoe Deschanel and um, Mary Steenburgen and whoever the father, I think, like, Brian Cranston, maybe, but that's not right. Um, it just, like, there's there's a lot of people in it. And, like, if you look at, like, Anchorman or something, that has so many people. Like, so many very talented actors and comedians doing, like, all coming together to make it good. Um, whereas this is truly Will Ferrell. Um, I want to say her name is Anna something, but who can, who can say it this? Regina George, Will Ferrell, and um, I want to say I'd, a generic white man with a beard being Russian. Um, and that is the whole thing. And Pierce Brosnan is in it in a, um, I don't know, a role that is akin to Mamma Mia in its um in its in its questionable casting decision it is um it's not uh, it's not good it's it's not it it can it takes away all the fun of a Will Ferrell movie and all of the fun of Eurovision and it just sort of like doesn't 
I, it, it doesn't hit. Anyway, anyway, let me let me steam through. Um, oh my goodness! Uh, this week it was announced the UK government announced that they were going to do like a, a thousand pound bonus for um, bosses taking back like job retention. It's like a job retention bonus. So if bosses like in January take people off of furlough and back into work, they get like a thousand pounds, which truly at this point just wank off a boss. Like that's that's really what they want to do at this point because it doesn't go to anyone useful. It's not like it's like, oh, you get a thousand pounds to it's not like it's like 500 pounds to the to the company and and 500 pounds to the person. It's truly just like and this profitable company will have five uh, will have an extra thousand pounds rather than like like truly because there is no world in which a company that has furloughed workers that will not be able to come back in the like in the next six months will like 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 Truly, if you have, like, a company and it you have furloughed workers and you cannot, like, like, you cannot get them back to work, like, safely or, like, you're thinking about getting them back to work safely, like, you're either going to be able to do it very easily and, it like, a thousand pounds will just be a thing that happens or you're just going to do the job loss because you're paying this person, like, well, like, 20, 20 something thousand pounds a year, like... Like, a thousand pounds isn't going to do much in this case. I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's a terrible, um, it's a real trickle-down economic situation that helps no one except for successful businesses, I guess. Anyway, um, another thought I had this week, it's wild that I, how often I eat lunch outside during the depths of winter. Like, my first outdoor lunch this week was in February. This year, it was in February. They're usually in February. Um, that seems like real, like, outside person behavior. Like, like a real, like, outdoors girl person that I am, you know? Where I put on a cardigan and a shawl and I go and sit outside, you know? That seems, um, that seems like wild behavior. I moved my hydrangea this week. I, so I had a hydrangea at the, I had it in a pot here and then, um, I put it up at the allotment and it just did, did poorly at the allotment. So I was like, I'm going to bring it back. Um, and I also am removing all of my grass. I've removed all my grass. Thank you. Um, I'm excited to, I'm leaving a cover on it for a couple of months and then I'm going to plant some bulbs and then I'm going to, um, and then I'm going to think about planting it up in the spring. Um, but it's really exciting that I have like absolute free reign for dr- digging up concrete. Like no matter what, I can dig up concrete, which is really fun. And I do, for those wondering, occasionally have a reoccurring nightmare of my ex-housemate trying to break into my house. Like this week, I broke up screaming at three a.m. because I had I had a dream where she was just trying to get into my house. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyway, um, a nine to five, the movie has a drug scene. For those wondering, it is, um, in the canon of white woman comedies where they have a drug sequence. Um, you know, you know, the one there, there's always, there's always these in like white woman comedies where they like get high and they're like, well, you know, anyway, um, 
to end uh, this podcast episode in which I um, was delivered food. Thank you. Um, I, I will finish by saying this. I went and saw my parents this weekend, which was a lot of fun, and I am goddamn exhausted from having seen people in person for the first time in um, four months. Uh, it was, um, like, people people on mass in person. Like, because England rules are truly, like, have as many people as you can physically fit on your patio. Um, I'm just, like, at this point, I, like, because today I was, like, I'm going to, I'm going to go up to the allotment. I'm going to water everything in the greenhouse. I'm going to take up the grass and I'm going to have a productive and fulfilling day. And I, um, I took up the grass. So I, I guess I've done like one out of the five and then I had a nap, you know, and now I have Chinese food. Hooray. Ugh, what a treat for us all. Anyway. Um, so before I went on this road trip, to see my parents because they're like an hour and 15 minutes away. I, uh, the night before, and this is shocking to everyone, the night before I went on this road trip, I, road trip, the night before I went to see my parents and had a little bit of a drive, um, I went and pumped up my tires so that they were like, uh, properly pumped up for the long drive the night before because I knew like Saturday morning it was going to be awful trying to pump up my tires at a gas station before driving there. I don't know who this new Sam Hickman is and I don't know who she's trying to impress. Um, So I will, I will, I will leave you all with that ponderment and I hope you have a great week. Um, I don't know. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give up uh, Instagram. <laughs> I just until until we all start working again, and I can get on there, and uh, you know, I I see people's lives, and I'm like, ah, oh, you're you're doing great things, you know. Whereas at the moment, I'm like, ah, oh, we're all in the same. We're. <laughs> We're all at the same level. You, me, famous people, we're all at the same level. That was, sorry, that was you, me, famous people. There was no comma. You, me, we're famous people. Um, we all have the same lives as, as everyone now. And it's um, boring. I'll say it. It's boring to look at. Um, anyway, I have been Sam Hickman, I guess. Um, please tweet at me to see who I am trying to impress in this bold new world by pumping up my tires before I go on a long car journey. Um, and we will see you maybe next week, but maybe not.